Hello. Please be advised that this webcast contains explicit language and discussions of sexuality. If you're under 18, you should probably ask your parents first. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Wow. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> how magical. It's happening. It's all happening. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. I feel so welcome. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, well, it's Cinco de Mayo, and we're, we're drinking tacos. And, uh, well, I am really excited to have you here because you were the person to really sit me down, hold me by the shoulders, stare me straight in the eyes, and be like, you have to do this. <laughs> um, so this whole show is thank you to my guest today. Oh, no, it's thank you to her because she did it. And something that I honestly have always really admired you for is just your dexterity with situations and communication. And I remember very early on in our friendship, you um, suggested that I read Daring Greatly by, oh my gosh, Game Changer. It's so good. Game Changer. It's so good. Uh, I'm like, this is the new Bible. Brene Brown is God. (laughs) So when I was first... um, talking about some episodes that I wanted to do and I was having this like very fever brainstorm and it was all thanks to my friend here wanting to think about uh what is it that I want to talk about on this webcast I um made this huge list of like these are possible episodes and I sent it to you I sent it to my guest who I had on for episode one um and other friends that I was just like you know what if we had this conversation on camera and the one that you pointed out is like well I would feel the most comfortable talking about this was the one on disclosure and the whole premise of this show is to be a place to talk about things that maybe even your friends might judge you for or you're worried your friends would judge you for mm-hmm. and w- around the ideas of disclosure I feel like we've talked about this a little bit before you and I um, because we've talked about casual sex encounters as yeah. a 20-something have not been very good about being like so being tested oh, yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah and I think you really broke that world open for me, whether you knew it or not. I'm so glad. Oh my I god, because I would not bring it up because I didn't think to. No, honestly. Well, also, like, it's such a um, clinical and like mood that doesn't feel sexy, and it it feels extremely vulnerable, and um, also like okay, maybe we both need to go get tested and should stop making out right now and it's like but I don't want to stop making out like let's just pretend that like we don't need to get tested and like fine so the older I get the more I'm just like okay this is like a part of having sex with other adults is just like let's be open and honest I um had an experience with while I was dating a guy who I was just like over the moon for you know when you start dating someone and you're just like whatever I just need to be with this like whatever happens I just need to be with this person but I'm just obsessed with them and I love them I'm like totally (laughs) I'm like no I don't know that at all no (laughs) yeah that's alien to me gross yeah oh I just was just thought he was the tits and he was like so into me and I was just like this is a dream love he came over to my house for dinner 
and we were sitting on my couch and we were just chatting and some, the, the subject of HPV came up. And, um, I mean, like, I don't think HPV, I fuck HPV, I don't, I, <laughs> doesn't matter, don't care, I have it, absolutely. But, uh, and I have in the past been very, like, hey, you know, before we have sex, like, I just need you to know, like, I have HPV, and this is a thing, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Just so you know. Right. Which I, re- I remember you telling yeah. me situations like that. I was very like proactive that. about it. I was different mm. because I was so emotionally invested and just like, mm. had, was I was so just like trying to present my best self and just really trying to be like, oh. just love me. I oh. think you're so great. Mm-hmm. And so the subject of HPV came up and I am so like proactive and vocal and like really try to get ahead of things he was like oh have you been tested or something something to that effect and he I, brought it up yeah he brought it up no. so great. i said i said no <laughs> and then i was like you've been tested you've had like two colposcopies like what are you talking about but i couldn't stop this train that i had boarded <gasps> i was just like oh like I went, I left my body, like watched it happen. And he was like, wait, you've never been tested. I was like, no, wait, no, no, I've been tested. But like, and then I was like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? Like I'm a adult 30 no. year old woman. Just like, oh, no. just like sc- scrambling through a lie. I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, I think part of my problem was when we first got together, he went down on me. And then there was a part of me that was like, should I bring this up now? And I was like, no, I don't think it's an issue. And then on, when he brought it up later, I was like, you should have brought it up, and you didn't, and that was irresponsible, and so, fuck, <laughs> so I just felt trapped by it. He made a cavalier, and then it caught you off guard. And I was just like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm in love with you, no. <laughs> Please have sex with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I talked to my therapist about it, because I was just oh. like, just like, melting down, I was like, you had sex with so many years and that's just like and um and my therapist was like I mean I'm pretty sure everyone has HPV and I was like yeah but like that doesn't make it okay that like blah 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 and she's like I mean when was the last time she was really just like trying to damage control of the situation you know and and also put in perspective for me like this is not that big of a deal she wasn't trying to belittle your concern though because your concern was not, it was the principle of the matter. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I'm a person of, of, of a lot of principle. And High principles, uh, folks. So many principles. Too many. Exactly. <laughs> and so Which is why like, you're cut off guard when someone else beat you to it. No. <laughs> I get to lead the HPV right. conversation, right. not you. Did that help talking to your therapist? Oh my God, so much. I mean, to be perfectly frank, like, on one hand, I'm like, Disclosure and talking about your sexual health and getting tested and things like that is so important because you're in such an intimate relationship and it has an effect on your physical life and, um, you know, possibly the rest of your life if, if, you know, you contract something that will stay with you. And so it's important and it's important to honor that person with your honesty and give yourself dignity and give them dignity. Um, and it's just like such a kind gesture, such a like human like 
look, we're going to connect on a really intimate physical level, and I'm going to be straight with you on this. I think so many people are afraid of it because, A, it's vulnerable and terrifying, of course, but, like, we oftentimes, like, take the other person's lead, right? So we kind of mm-hmm. take our cues from the other person, and if they're not bringing it up or they're not, it's not on their radar, then, you know, we're like, oh, ride this whatever is happening in the moment this person that I did was the only person that has ever brought up to me that um like being tested have you been tested um you know HPV whatever um I've never had a man <laughs> talk about I'm gonna be first. really honest neither have I no yeah no and I think somehow like, it's always the woman's responsibility men if you're listening uh that's probably the most romantic, like, tender, kind, wonderful thing you can do to romance a lady is just, like, hold her hand and say, like, hey, I care about you and I want to make sure we're on the same page. And have you been tested? This is the last time I was tested. Are you comfortable with this? What's going on with you? I am curious, like, what age that that started being a thing uh, or a mindful practice for you? Were you making it through most of your sexual life not saying anything because they're not, so we're not? Yeah. And then when did it become important to you? Yeah. I think when I was in 26 or 27, I was dating someone and I had always had, like, no problem. Like, I'd been regularly tested. We were probably, like, a year and a half into dating and I found out that I had HPV and, and I had to go in for a colposcopy, and it really freaked me out. And, like, at, at this point in my life, I'm, I have a pers- different perspective on it, and I kind of find it to just be, like, it's totally fine, and I'm a healthy person, I make healthy choices, and blah, 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 whatever. So, but at the time, I was, it really kind of threw me for a loop, and, um, and his ex-girlfriend had been diagnosed with um, cervical cancer, And he hadn't told me that when we got together. Mm -hmm. And there was a part of me that just felt so betrayed by that. Because, like, this person in particular was um, a really, like, kind, gentle soul. And I would never assume that he would ever, you know, kind of be malicious or, you know, um, anything like that. And so I, I felt really, like kind of kept in the, I was like, you really took my health into your hands there, didn't you? And that felt unfair, mm-hmm. and that felt like really, like a betrayal for me, and I really like struggled with that, and so it, I think that was really like the thing that helped me kind of understand like, oh, we really, we really put a lot of trust in the people that we have physical relationships with, and if we don't talk about it, then it's just blind trust. Like, no matter how good a heart someone has, no matter how kind they are or how much they care about you, the shame and um, kind of secrecy around STIs and, and our sexual health is so great that it can keep anyone from saying something to you because our emotions are involved. As learning to talk to people, whether it be your girlfriends or your doctor or your partner at the time, in 
about specifically about disclosure mm-hmm. of HPV mm-hmm. and communicating to them this is something that's a reality of having sex with me. Has that helped you in your communication around other aspects of sexuality? Or do you think that you have been able to ask for what you want before that, or what you need even, Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. needing to disclose this fact about yourself? Or has disclosing this helped you communicate other things in sexual encounters? Yeah. No, I think they're completely isolated from each other. Really? Actually. Yeah. I think the the thing around disclosure um, speaks to me because it's like re- it revolves around um, doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing, something that appeals to me. I don't like, I'm air quoting right thing, right? Like, I think sometimes I have a tendency to get hung up on making sure I'm doing things correctly. Mm-hmm. That aspect of things kind of speaks to my inherent inclinations uh, around my dealings with anyone, my friends or people who I'm in a relationship with, whatever, which runs counter actually to uh, um, or in the opposite direction of where I need to communicate sexually on like what I need and what I want mm-hmm. and what you know makes me happy and good for me for whatever reason that's much more vulnerable quick step so I had a partner recently who I found it really easy to be like super open and blunt and honest with and I was like I've really like crossed a bridge here like I, I mm-hmm. was like put words to what I wanted and I felt entitled to want it. And I was just like, this me, baby. Yeah. Give me all the good stuff. And, um, and why was that? And like, what I was different. I, you're 30 now. I'm 30 now. I'm 30, young. I'm 31. Now. Um, <laughs> he, I, I think with that particular partner, I felt like my vulnerability, the stakes were very low. Mm. Um, because I felt, uh, he was attracted to me no matter what. Like, I didn't feel like I needed to be any particular version of myself, or I didn't need to present myself in a particular way. And I was just like, oh no, he's just attracted to me, like, straight up. Right. But, like, then, you know, the sexual partner I had immediately following that person, I have been in a relationship previously with. And so... It's an interest, like, I was like, well, I crossed that bridge, but then I, like, maybe, like, jumped off the bridge and got on a boat and then went back to the shore and, like, am now in a past sexual relationship that I, and so it brought a level of complexity to my ability to communicate that I was not anticipating and did not, and, and like, it, it's still something that I'm, like, try, kind of trying to feel out because with this brand spanking new partner, I was like, what's up? Here I am, and this is what I want, and no apologies. And with this person, I'm like, well, we had sex like three years ago, a bunch, and now we're having sex again now. And it's like such a lovely relationship, and I'm so glad that we're in each other's lives. But it's definitely a callback to like my previous sexual self in a way that I'm like, well, I'm past that, and I don't know how to reintroduce myself. 
and very possibly that person that I was in relationship with who was so safe to be around, who was so, made me feel so free to be open and honest and vocal about what I wanted and what I needed, it's possible he might not have been the right person or safe for another person at that time. You know, mm-hmm. like, for, you know, that amount of time and for us two people, like, that was the right thing. Thank you. Thank you so much for encouraging me to do this. Because uh, it was this was my physical therapist idea to do uh, a show like this instead of going to grad school. Thanks, Wade. Um, Wade. <laughs> Wade, right on, dude. Um, but I was just like, nah. And you're like, no, but you have to. And I, re- of course, like, I just really appreciate, like, I you have always been so supportive. I said that because I saw your passion and your conviction, and I just thought, this is, this is, like, you showed it to me, and I just reflected it back to you, that's all. Oh, goodness. Thanks. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. You can say anything you 